Welcome to another episode of What the Tech Just Happened. Today, we are tackling a hot story coming out of LinkedIn and talking about how social media is affecting... Bloop, 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 bloop. That was bad. No, I'm that's just, good. Are you just, you're just <laughs> trying to make a blooper reel now, aren't you? I know. It's some, <laughs> and now I'm purposefully making blooper reels. I, I'm not. Uh, they're they're going to hear it raw. This is, we're going to keep that in so our audience can hear that. You're so, killing me. And okay. we're going to start. Two, three, go. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the, is the music's it. running? The music's running. <laughs> the music is running right now. Okay, so um, forget my failed intro. This is our Thursday episode on the Connection Tech Experience channel. If you are looking for a more polished um, intro, you Don't can Don't listen on Thursdays. <laughs> tune into our Tuesday episode. Um, so what the tech just happened? I am bringing a story today um, near and dear to my own heart. Real, I shouldn't sound so hokey. Um, but I am a, uh, I won't say a social media maven, but I will say that I do, uh, really like using social media. Rob, do you social, use social? social media maven? I like that. Do you like that? Yeah, it's I like, do. sounds like a superhero. I think I might make that the title of this. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Yeah. So, uh, Rob, do you use, first of all, do you use social media? And if so, what? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge user of social media. I do use LinkedIn, um, on a professional side. I've, I used Facebook for a number of years. Years, but I haven't touched it in a long time and I will tweet stuff every now and then. So I'm a Twitter guy, a little bit of a Facebook guy and without a doubt, a power user of LinkedIn. Okay, perfect. So I use, uh, I use LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and I have dabbled in Twitter. Um, but, and no matter what platform, I'm usually, uh, impressed by how quickly your message gets out there and how quickly yeah. people connect with you. A good example on Twitter is I was at a partner conference last year. I was engaging with the Twitter team um, for the partner. Uh, next thing I knew, like two hours later, they were resharing my tweets and I got to be on camera for an interview. Yeah, so all through my Twitter handle. Yeah. And, and I know like for us, for a company too, when we're out and doing events that, you know, that's a big right. thing that it's our huge. team uses is, is the Twitter to get the information out there and you get the, you know, with Instagram also, you get the, um, the, the, the instant pictures and mm -hmm. you get updates in real time. I know we were in, in uh, an office once and there was some breaking news that came in and it came in on a, somebody's Twitter feed. They said, hey, did you hear this? It wasn't even on the news channels yet. And it's coming through on the phone right. just to show you the power of social media there. Yeah, social media is, you know, love it or hate it. It is here to stay and it will continue to evolve. And I'm sure there'll be new ones or uh, changes to existing ones. Um, I am a, like you, for my, obviously, my professional life, I use LinkedIn. It, it took me a while to get into it. And I think the platform has actually gotten significantly better over the years. Um, that comes from more users using it, um, but also LinkedIn making um, some significant investments. And if I remember correctly, Microsoft actually owns LinkedIn. I, I, you're correct. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about something that happened and give you a little bit of a story because I think, uh, you know, there's been a lot of conversation about women in the workforce, um, fair treatment of women in the workforce, what's appropriate and what's not and whatever, you know, side of the argument you sit on. I don't even think it should be an argument, but um, what, whatever your personal thoughts are, um, there was a story on LinkedIn 
uh, just this uh, past week, there was a user, I won't give too much detail about her, but enough that you can look her up, Amy Perkins. Um, she happens to be a second connection of mine. So somehow I am connected wow. to Amy Perkins. Uh, and she wrote an open letter to Jeff Weiner, who is the CEO of LinkedIn. And in her open letter, I won't, you know, you have enough information to go out there and, and search for Amy Perkins and find this or do a quick uh, internet search. But she wrote a letter about what she has seen transpire uh, with her connections over the past couple of years. Okay. So she quit a 25 year of te 25 year career of teaching mm -hmm. um, and started moving into personal coaching and development. I think she's also a podcast host. So nice. uh, we always like those. Um, but in her open letter to Jeff Weiner, she talked about uh, the vulnerabilities um, of the LinkedIn platform, specifically around people who scam other people and people who are being inappropriate using the platform um, for inappropriate purposes. So like any other social media site, you've got the predators out there and they figured right. out a way to infiltrate LinkedIn. Right. And that I think was the beauty of LinkedIn for so long was that it was a, a professional career site and you weren't having to deal with the nonsense of things that happen on Instagram and Facebook. So you weren't like, you know, you're not necessarily posting selfies right. all over LinkedIn. But anyway, her letter talked about, um, she had a, a one clear example where she had made a connection with a woman who seemed to want to collaborate with her. It was a slow build um, to them connecting. She would comment on her post. She was very engaging. Similar, you know, you and I always comment on each other's posts and we engage. So similar engagement, but never had really that face-to-face. -face. Finally, uh, the woman reached out, said, I think I have a legitimate project that we can work on. I uh, would love to have a conversation with you. So they got on the phone, had a conversation. Uh, it went started, to the next level there. Yeah, went to the next, which is what you're hoping for on right. LinkedIn is to make that connection that leads to business opportunities. Um, not everyone remembers that. Or if some people's business opportunities are more insidious than others. So at the end of the conversation, she ended up saying that she had a friend that was in need and, um, you know, the whole I, prince in Nigeria um, kind of feel where you're sending money somewhere to help someone in a bind. Oh boy. Um, but it was a very, what she thought was very unique was it was a lot of effort to create this fake um, connection and you know trust of that connection to then turn around and scam. And while Amy Perkins was smart enough to be like, red flag, no way, Jose, there's a lot of people who are more naive. So Amy called out that in the open letter. And then the second thing she talked about, which I have experienced as well, maybe you have too, Rob. <laughs> I don't wanna make light of this, but it is what the tech just happened, um, <laughs> was, how women are contacted through LinkedIn um, by members of the opposite sex, maybe members of the same sex, whatever it might be, but just being inappropriate. I'm here on a platform. I'm talking, if you look at my LinkedIn profile, it talks about what I do here at Connection, what my capabilities are. I put posts out there. Um, and like Amy Perkins, I get messages from guys saying, hey, beautiful, and it looks like you're local to me. Would you like to get together for a business meeting? And it's it's creepy. Like it's creepy. 
So I, I have to be honest, I, f- I find that disturbing and I, I'll, I'm being very transparent here. I have not heard that before. And for me being a guy, I'm not approached that way. Uh, I never have on LinkedIn. And uh, so to hear that, it, it honestly, it's it's really disturbing that that is happening on that platform. And I've mm-hmm. I've done a I've made a couple of posts trying to keep that platform very pure, you mm-hmm. know, and I've seen um, some posts there where people put, you know, animal pictures and stuff on there. And I've made just a couple of comments saying, hey, this is great. I like it. You know, it, it's awesome. But it's really not. Uh, I, I wish that wouldn't wasn't on LinkedIn. Right. And then I had people commenting saying, you know, lighten up. I I literally had somebody (laughs) send me a meme that said, lighten up, Francis. And and so I made light of that. I I just put an LOL and I said, um, you know, that gotcha, I will. Right. You know, just because I don't want to start a whole thread that way. But the, and, and, and somebody else said, well, you just took that and you just shared it out to your thousands on your, you know, in your network. And it was, you know, I said, well, yeah, because I just trying to make a point that we all, and I want my network to know, we're trying to keep that pure. So now circling back to hear something like that, you know, first of all, harassment is, that's a whole nother issue. And then just to know that people are being targeted that way. And there's that, those types of predators out there is really disturbing, specifically on the LinkedIn network. Yeah. And like like I said, I've been on LinkedIn for a, a, a decent amount of time over the course of my, I mean, I maybe uh, seven or eight years I've been using it lightly more heavily now. And the more I am engaged with it, the more her, it is harassment. I always kind of hate using words like that sometimes, but it is a form of harassment. And one very specific, I obviously will not give anybody's name. Um, but I had one very specific example recently in the last six months where it was someone who was in my industry, um, could be a potential um, collaboration partner. They are in the Boston area. And you know how LinkedIn, you can see who is looking at your profile. I see this individual look at my profile often, and he was reaching out to me to meet him in Boston. Oh boy. Um, looks like you're a lot of fun and all like so totally inappropriate mm. and asking if I'm on Facebook or Instagram, like this, why on earth would you think that I'm using LinkedIn as a dating site when I just posted and it is crazy. There are dating sites. It's like, dude, if you want to do right. that, go on a dating site where everybody's kind of looking for that. Not, right. Not here. Because he doesn't know anything about you. He doesn't know if you're married, if you're not exactly. married, if you're in a relationship, if you're not. And they're reaching out. That's extremely inappropriate. Extremely inappropriate. So like myself, I'm, Amy has a number of followers. You know, she there are lots of people on LinkedIn more active than me. Um, but she was just seeing a constant barrage. So she wrote this open letter to Jeff Weiner. And this is the power while we talk about the bad things about social media, the good of social media. He got notified that one of his users on his platform had written an open letter to him about the harassment and inappropriate behavior of other users on the platform. So it made it all the way up. Made it all the way up. And if you find this post, um, and I'll share it on my personal LinkedIn, if anyone wants to go to Penny Conway on LinkedIn, <laughs> um, I'll share it. But That's why we're doing this. You got a plug. <laughs> <laughs> Any which way I can. Um, but he started interacting with her in the comments section of her letter and immediately apologized for what she had experienced on the platform, um, thanking her for bringing it to his attention. 
Um, and there was a lot of other women that were in the comment section saying, this has happened to me as well. Um, this is my story. Uh, this, uh, it, I'm so happy that you brought this forward. And she kind of brought this LinkedIn coalition of people who have been harassed on the platform out of the darkness and had a real time conversation with the CEO of LinkedIn in the comments and within hours was on the phone with um, executive staff at LinkedIn to talk about the problem wow. and how to fix the problem. Wow. I love that there was that kind of, first of all, interaction. I love that there was that kind of response from the, the leadership within LinkedIn, because we do a lot of work here at Connection on the back end with them, and they're right. absolutely spectacular. And I know that they are really dedicated to keeping the, the pure nature, the, the business side of LinkedIn pure. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm glad that they reacted to that. I hope that this really spreads, and I hope that it sends a message to those that are, you know, sending those inappropriate messages and, um, and predator type phishing, right. you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a phishing attack, if you ask me, because totally. then yeah, because then you're going and, and, you know, not just on your side, looking for a relationship, go somewhere else for that. But on the other side, when it trying to get down and get money out of it, too. Right. And you do, you, I'm sure you remember Craigslist, like, which mm -hmm. feels like the first social media platform that ever right. <laughs> existed in terms of a message board, the amount of things that were happening on Craigslist that eventually got most of those pages or areas of Craigslist yeah, they shut made, they down. They made national news with some of the thing, incidences that happened. Right. So. And so, you know, not to that degree, but when you think about what the plot, what these platforms are supposed to be used for and how they are potentially being used, um, I'm amazed at um, the amount of people that came out and had the same amount of stories. And quite honestly, I before I read this, I just figured that is one of the consequences of using a public social media platform. I didn't even think to report it or anything like that. So um, Amy made news. Um, there was uh, articles that came over the past couple of days about this conversation between her and Jeff Weiner, um, which then spurred her, wait for it, we'll see what, we'll have to probably do a to be continued. She then wrote a letter to Satya Nadella um, and another open letter and uh -huh. good for her to like, let's, while there's some traction and exposure around this, let's have that same conversation. And, um, I won't go into all the details for sake of time, but it was similar. She was on the LinkedIn platform and then started to notice that there were fake accounts coming at her as LinkedIn experts for Microsoft, for Skype and trying to connect with her, sending her invitations to Skype, Skype video calls and. And um, just making him aware of what is going on within his application, right. like all of his applications and, and the guys. That this that is not an isolated incident, that this is happening Right, this everywhere. is happening everywhere. And so we talk a lot about privacy and security and safety. And I think that this is one of those things that hasn't really been on the radar in terms of safety. We talk about cyber attacks all the time. Right. But like you said, this is a form of phishing and a, sure. and a form of harassment and cyber yeah, it attacks. Is a, it's a different type of cyber attack, a social right. media cyber attack, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. And we are all using social media to promote ourselves, promote our brands, promote our product. Um, and if it just turns into a place where it's filled with garbage people that are doing garbage things, 
then the whole infrastructure breaks down. Yeah, the platform goes away. Platform which, goes away which, which and you can't retain it. So I was extremely impressed um, with Jeff Weiner for actually um, being a part of the conversation. You know how easy it could be to just not respond, um, respond in private. Um, and I, I think we talked, we've talked about this a lot, that CEOs should have a, a voice um, around their product, their brand, um, and speak on behalf of it and speak openly. And I think that this was really just the beginning of having some direct interact CEOs having direct interaction with the users of their product. Uh, the voice of leadership is right. so important. Yeah. So, um, that's my late, late breaking story. I think, um, I'm interested, maybe when we come back, I'll give you an update on what Satya Nadella had to say, um, from Microsoft. But I think it goes to, to show that one, the power of social media mm -hmm. is, uh, impeccable. Um, but the power to spur change via social media is even greater. Right. Um, so as brands like connection and, uh, you know, all of our partners start to use these platforms more, um, I think the more that we can retain the integrity of platforms and have users be open and communicate what's going on with them, um, will only make us all more successful in the end. Right. We're actually going to be meeting with our LinkedIn team next week. Ooh. So I'm hoping that they hear this podcast and I would love to get their insight and maybe I can report back to you on what they're saying on the inside yeah. uh, from this as well. Oh, you'll have like an inside scoop. Yes, Maybe I we could get them on the podcast. They would, they absolutely would do that. That could be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be cool. All right. All right. So we'll do it. We'll do a follow-up to this. Awesome. So <laughs> that is our, what the tech just happened um, for today's Thursday episode. Rob, thank you so much for letting me rant a little bit. Oh, uh, Thank you, Penny. Always fun. <laughs> and <laughs> rant away. we will see you back here next week on yes. what the tech just happened. All right, take care. Bye-bye.